Thank you. It's uh, good to have the choir back, and uh, good to see some some new folks up there with you all. And we look forward to uh, many more blessed moments as the uh, year moves along. Well, this morning you probably uh, don't realize that you're getting the, you're getting a triple a triple hitter, so to speak, or triple header. Um, the call to worship that we read this morning was uh, were verses that I used for the first sermon that I ever preached uh, long, many years ago. And uh, good words of encouragement from Jeremiah to the people of Jerusalem during a very difficult time for them. And then the words this morning from the gospel have always been important words of encouragement that Jesus gives us. And the words that I'll read from Philippians are some of my favorite verses in all the Bible that Paul wrote to the church. So here these words now from Matthew, the sixth chapter, verses 25 through 34. This is from Jesus' Sermon on the Mountain. He is beginning to bring it to conclusion. And in this sixth chapter, he says these words to his followers. Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat, or what you will drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food, and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? And can any of you, by worrying, Add a single hour to your span of life. And why do you worry about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. Yet I tell you, even Solomon, in all his glory, was not clothed like one of these. But if God so clothes the grass of the field, which is alive today and tomorrow is thrown into the oven... Will he not much more clothe you, you of little faith? Therefore do not worry, saying, What will we eat, or what will we drink, or what will we wear? For it is the Gentiles who strive for all these things, and indeed your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things. But strive first for the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. So do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will bring worries of its own. Today's trouble is enough for today. And then Paul's word, the fourth chapter of Philippians, verses 4 through 7. Rejoice in the Lord always. I'll say it again. Rejoice. Let your gentleness be known to everyone. The Lord is near. Do not worry about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. That's God's good word of encouragement to us this morning. The 
words that Jesus gives us are important for uh, several reasons. But the first thing you need to know is that these are not a command. Jesus is not saying this in the, in the sense of, uh, you know, do not worry kind of thing. If I, right now, you know, told all of you, is do not worry, the first thing you would probably do, the power of suggestion, is begin to think of things that you should be worried about. So Jesus is not offering this as a command, but a word of encouragement, a word to encourage us. Jesus is not, uh, you know, out of touch with reality. He's not telling everybody, quit your job. You know, look at the birds in the field. Look at the lilies. You don't need to work anymore. God is taking care of them. How much more will God take care of you? That's not what Jesus is saying. Jesus is talking to working people. To people who had to work hard every single day to survive. Jesus is talking to people who worked in fields, who worked in towns, who did hard work every day in order to be able to provide for themselves and their families. Jesus is not saying to us, you don't need to work, you don't need to worry about work, but what he is saying is what we say oftentimes today. Words to remind us to make a life and not only just and not be concerned solely with making a living. Don't become so consumed with your work and so worried about your work that you forget that you ignore making a life. That you understand that you know what your priorities are. That if you're working, nobody has ever uh, said as they neared the the end of their life, or I suspect very few people have said, uh, I wish I'd spent more time working and less time with my family. Jesus is encouraging us to establish priorities, to look at what's important. Paul says to us in his letter to the church, Rejoice. The Lord is near. And Paul also says, do not worry. But Paul gives us a a little additional guidance in that. Jesus points us to, to God's creation, God's providence, God's care for all of us. Paul says, let all your requests be made known to God. Lay everything at God's feet by prayer and supplication. All of us have got things on our mind, things that that bother us and distract us terribly, things that that, uh, keep us awake at night. You know, the second thing that happens after our head hits the pillow is that we get back up and our feet hit the floor. 
Because something has come to mind. Something that we should, you know, think we should have done. Something that we're worried about. It may be something that we're worried about in our, our own lives. It may be that we're worried about our children. It may be that we're worried about somebody else's family and, and, and concerns that they have. It may be that we're worried about what's going on in the world or our own community. The list can be endless. But what Paul says to us is to lay everything, lay down that burden. Give it up. Quit trying to walk around with the weight of the world on your back thinking if you don't take the next step, you know, that the world is going is to somehow uh, end. That it's all up to you. It's all dependent on you. And you've got that weight on your back, and it continues to pile up on your back until it crushes you, until you can't take another step. You just <laughs> collapse. And what Paul says, lay down that burden. Let all your requests be made known to God. Give it to somebody who can actually handle it. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, will be yours. God in Christ Jesus will guard your hearts and minds. God will give you that peace through Christ Jesus. Jesus will guard your heart and your mind. Most of us don't ever try that. Uh, we, uh, for whatever reason, maybe because of Maybe it makes us feel important or that we're needed. We don't want to lay down the burden, turn it over to God. We would prefer, no matter how much it is crushing us, to continue to carry it around. Maybe it's to say, look at me. Look how much I can carry. Look how much I can handle. And wait for the crowd to roar in approval. To stand and applaud us. Yeah, look at him. Look at her. The Bible says you don't need to do that. The Bible says that's not where your worth is established. If God cares about the birds of the air, God cares about the lilies in the field, how much more does God care about you? You don't need to carry that around. By prayer and supplication. Give God a chance. Test, you know, what, you know, take him at his word. Lay it down. Make your request known to God. Allow the peace of God that passes our understanding to come into your life. Let God through Christ, guard your heart in your mind in Christ Jesus. Give God a chance. Take him at his word. You don't need to carry that burden around. Remember that the words were spoken to disciples. 
to followers, people who were seeking, people who wanted to know uh, something of what Jesus had to say. Jesus says, seek ye first the kingdom of God. These folks were seeking. They wanted a word of guidance and encouragement. They wanted to know what Jesus had to say. Seek first the kingdom. And God's saying, get your priorities in order. You know, shift your thinking. Remember what, you know, put the most important thing first. Seek first the kingdom of God. And all these things, Jesus says, all these things will be added to you. Paul defines some of those things. The peace that passes understanding. Jesus guarding our heart and mind. Seek first. He came here Earl in his prayer said, you know, we have, we're here this morning for some reason. To seek something, it may be to just sit in a, in, a, in a place that's quiet for a while. But we're here. Seek God. Give God the opportunity to work in your life. Give God the opportunity to shoulder your burdens. Toss them off. Lord, I can't handle it anymore. Here they are. Lay them at the feet of the Lord. Put first things first. One of my mother's uh, favorite sayings was, don't put the uh, cart before the horse. And uh, Howard Jones, who attends first service this morning, he uh, was reminded of something his father said to him. He was raised on a farm. He said, "My, my dad said, uh, even if you've got a blind mule, the cart still needs to be loaded. You know, you still need to load the wagon. Things still need to be done. Don't put the cart before the horse. Jesus says, well, let today's trouble be enough for today. Uh, don't get so far ahead of our... That's what most of us do. Remember these working people who were concerned about today... And maybe, maybe they were concerned about tomorrow, but they knew they had to make it through today. And we will look uh, not just to today, but to tomorrow and next week and next year. And what am I going to do? And what happens if this goes wrong in my life? What am I going to do 10 years from now if I don't have enough money to retire? What am I going to do when it comes time for my kids to go to college? Jesus isn't saying, don't plan. But Jesus says to us, you have to live in the moment. You have to be in the day. Take care of today. Treat today as a gift. Treat it as special. Don't ignore it. I called my dad yesterday and... uh, had a conversation with him. My dad will be 91 years old in October. He's experiencing some health problems <clears throat> that my brother and sister and I and uh, all his uh, daughter and son-in-laws 
uh, never expected uh, would happen. Oh, three years or so ago, he seemed to be the, uh, the picture of health. And now he's got several kind of complications, one of which is advancing effects of dementia. And so he has trouble uh, remembering things. Um, and so when you're talking to him, when I'm talking to him, he gets confused about, about any number of things. But in, in a moment yesterday on the telephone, as we were talking about, you know, he was talking about the blessing of his life, the blessing of his family, and so on and so forth, he just stopped. And then he said, uh, Greg, tomorrow will come. Don't wait on it. Live today. And I thought, he must have read the scripture that I'm going to preach on this morning. Tomorrow will come. Don't wait on it. Live today. Jesus says, let the day's uh, concerns be enough for today. Uh, Don't look back. Something might be gaining on you. Focus on this day. The gift that God has given you in Christ Jesus. You address, uh, address each day's problems as they come. Give thanks for each day's joys as, as they come. Confident that your life is in the hands of the loving Father who holds the whole world in his hands. Confident, confident that God will give you peace that passes all understanding. Don't try and figure it out. Just experience it. Just enjoy it. God, through Christ Jesus, will guard your heart and your mind through Jesus the Son. Let's pray. Dear God, we